Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Driving Your Career, with our guest, Adrian. Thank you for being here today, Adrian. Would you please introduce yourself? So thanks for having me, Matt. My name is Adrian Cottom. I'm an assistant research professor at Auburn University. I met Matt several years ago now when I was taking his class. So I, I did my bachelor's through PhD at University of Arizona. Now I'm continuing as a research assistant professor, continue that research track. And your focus is in transportation, correct? Correct. Yeah. Transportation engineering. Why did you choose this career? It's, I guess it's more of like a journey than just went out, chose, okay, I'm going to do transportation engineering. I really became interested in engineering in general. When I was a little bit younger, just being interested in math, science, all that kind of stuff. And then started in civil engineering just because it was something I could see all around me. And I chose transportation engineering because of the broad impact that you can make. Civil engineering in general, if you build a bridge or a road or something, you're impacting tons of people. But I just enjoyed transportation. Really, just you have a direct impact on people. So if you can save each person one second at a signal every day, then you're accumulating several hours of save time for people. So it's uh, just something that's more more interesting to me. I know you do a lot when you talk about saving people's seconds. You do a lot of a data focus with transportation engineering. Yeah, so that's my uh, focus area. So I enjoy trying to merge more data science and machine learning with um, traditional transportation engineering concepts. Partly, that's one of the reasons I was attracted to transportation engineering in the first place. I've always been interested in the computer science side of stuff as well. Transportation was a way I could take uh, traditional civil engineering and also use some of these more computer science related things. So where the data really comes in for transportation is through traffic sensors. So there's traffic sensors at signalized intersections and on the freeway and things like that. So the goal of what I'm doing is really to take all that data, you have huge amounts of data and be able to store it and manage it in a way that it's actually usable, and then also generate actionable insights from that information. For sure. We've known each other for a bit of time. And I would say that when you were an undergrad, people really weren't talking about machine learning at all. Um, they, were, they were talking about big data for sure, but not necessarily machine learning. So what is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before graduation? Yeah, I feel like I, I keep thinking about this, but it's more of a, a journey. Something that I know now I know more about is probably the, yeah, like you're saying, machine learning, that kind of stuff. Um, but really, I didn't even know I was interested in it until I started doing it. Mm -hmm. One of those things, looking back, something I would just reinforce to myself is if something seems a little bit interesting, if it seems like something I'd like to do, then just go for it and you'll learn it along the way. You don't have to have 
like a specific machine learning focus to still be able to learn it and apply it to what you're doing. Yeah. And I think too, that whole explore your curiosities, it's not necessarily a lifelong commitment. You can give it a try and maybe see it is for you or if it's not for you and um, then pivot accordingly. Yeah. Correct. A lot of people have had challenging professional situations getting through grad school. So you probably have a couple of stories that you could share. So my third question is what recall a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it? So I think a lot of the challenges with grad school is just time management, same as anything else, but like making sure you're balancing your research duties as well as your class duties, as well as family life, all of that, like trying to maintain that balance is difficult and where that becomes a professional issues when you start overestimating how much you can complete and then mm. you're making someone unhappy. For me, I would, I'm a people player, people pleaser personality. I'd be like, sure. Yeah, I can have that done. It, it'd be Friday, something get assigned. Okay. I'll have it done Monday, mm-hmm. but that's not really sustainable in the long run. So learning to say no has been um, important for me, not just outright, but just, okay, let's, uh, I have these other obligations, so we got to work with that as well. So, so that's one area that comes into the, into play. I think a specific like professional, some of the things I've run into, and this is more academia related, but with the publications, a lot of times you have just different factors going on. You're submitting your research to a group of reviewers and they're going to decide one, if it's publishable, and two, what needs to be changed in order to make it ready for publication. And mm-hmm. Learning that I shouldn't always take those reviews to heart has been a learning process as well. There's sometimes you'll submit something to a conference and it'll get just rejected. People will be like, this is terrible. And then you'll submit it to a better journal and they're like, okay, this is great. And so a lot of it is subjective and you don't know the skill level of your reviewers and things like that too. So just being able to like, not take failure too hard, just be able to bounce back, try again, something else. For sure. I think resilience and boundary management, as you brought up, are very important life skills, regardless of your career. Thank you for bringing those up. What advice would you impart to someone just trying to start their careers? So I think in general, just be willing to explore. Like for me, I started, wasn't really Actually, I can remember saying out loud to my friends, I would never do a PhD. Like, who would want to do that? And it's take you another, means eight more years of school. But for me, it just, I decided, you know what, I'm a little bit interested in research, so I'll go try it out. And I found out that I really love it. And I love that side of things more than I would doing like roadway geometry or something in, in just in practice. So it's something where, I found something that I enjoy doing more just because I was willing to just go for it, not be limited by my thoughts of, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'll just stay in my wheelhouse, finish my degree, call it a day. Uh, For sure. Since you did decide to do the undergrad to grad school route, a follow-up question, is there any advice that you would impart to someone considering following in your footsteps? and doing grad school, anything from the application process all the way to wrapping up and finishing your degree. Yeah, I think 
the ultimate thing first think very carefully before you go one way or another it's uh, a big commitment so you want to make sure that's really what you want before you get started just so that you're you don't get to the end and you're like wait is this actually what I want to do? <laughs> you have to really enjoy the, the research side. If you don't like writing, it's not a good field for you, like all that kind of stuff. I think that's an important thing. Also, as far as grad school, I feel like one thing that I enjoyed about it that uh, you don't hear as much is that you can really make it your own uh, experience. It's more so than undergrad. So undergraduate, I had a specific set of classes that I had to take checked off the bosses and then I was done. Whereas graduate school, you're really exploring your own field of research. So if for me, I took classes in management information systems, I took it in electrical and computer engineering and all kinds of different departments around U of A campus so that I could learn the skills that I wanted to apply to civil engineering, all those kind of things like machine learning, database management, all that kind of stuff I was able to bring to the civil engineering side because that's what I was really interested in. Mm -hmm. So. I think that's one of the benefits of grad school. But I think probably another thing that you don't hear about as much coming in as an undergrad that you don't expect as much is the level of funding you can get um, for yourself to put yourself through master's, PhD, that kind of stuff. There's a lot of fellowships out there. And especially if you can get uh, teed up with a, a good faculty advisor or something, they can line you up with which fellowships you should be applying to, all that kind of stuff. And so I was able to get several fellowships throughout my master's PhD that helped me to be able to afford it because ultimately I couldn't afford to go just pay outright for that long of time. And so having that was really important. But Yeah, and I think one of the things that undergrads might not realize is the importance of your faculty advisor in grad school. And I, I tell students that you might have chosen U of A for its reputation or the department's reputation. But in grad school, it's really about finding a place that has the emphasis of study that you're interested in and a person that you feel like you can work with. It's not just choosing a school because the school might not have that emphasis at all or a faculty member in that emphasis. So it's really important to to do your research, to try to find that fit and what is a good program for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today. And thank you so much for your time and being on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience you the listener thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering we hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about until next time we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey